Who's crazy and who's not? The world is on fire and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we are all in this together. On this show, you will be subjected to whatever random thoughts or dream fragments in Cass's still waking brain, punctuated by occasional zingers from Shannon. Questions and comments from anyone on any topic are welcome, so long as everyone is having fun. Life is short and nobody gets out alive, so be kind and let's have some fun. Don't forget to hit the like, share, and subscribe buttons. Now, welcome to Morning Coffee with the Lion's Pride. Here's your host, Cassidy Lightwing. Hey guys, I'm Cassidy. Welcome to Morning Coffee with the Lion's Pride. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe. Today's subject, the pyramids. Part D. So first things first, Drax, get, Drax gets the first comment of the day with, uh, Good morning! And Chevy gets second place with, Hey! Hi, Susan. Hey, Daryl from Texas. It's Cass from Denver. Cass from Colorado. Cass from Colorado sounds better, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Cass from Colorado. Cass of Colorado. I feel like there should be like a George of the Jungle song with that. You know, Cass, Cass, Cass of Colorado. It doesn't work, but we'll figure it out. Uh, Susan, that explains that. Thank you very much. Uh, the show actually got delayed because we got these weird packages. And I'm like, oh? And I'm like, is it from Susan? I was supposed to I was supposed to film me opening the packages from Susan, but it didn't say from Susan. So thank you. Uh, the supplies are very, very appreciated. <clears throat> hey, Donnie, not not a whole lot. We're just doing pyramids. Part two after the uh, after the, the thing. So uh, first things first things first family update. Char is absolutely fine. Uh, I do apologize about the scare yesterday. If that happens again, if I get an emergency call again, I'm going to let you guys know what I'm doing before I get off the phone, or before I get off the before I get off the camera. Shar is absolutely fine. Yeah. Uh, say hi. Yeah. yeah, come on over, say hi. Although she's supposed to be in school right now. Oh, okay. All right. Well, she's getting ready for a doctor's appointment, so it's all good. Oh, you licked me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, get out of here. Let me work. Wait, wait, wait. What? Don't, don't, no, no, no. Sir, Sir Char, come on. I know you want to hug the monitor, but the, 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 I had it just right. All right, well, now, since you already messed it up, here we go. There we go. Okay, I'll fix it later. That was worth it. Yeah. I love you too, sweetie. So, Char's fine. <laughs> Now I have to fix the camera. That's okay. Shar hugs are worth it. And you get to see them. See my uh, bingo wings there. Yeah. Okay. There we go. She licked my face and got drool all over it. <clears throat> Daryl says, "I think my alien has a connection to the pyramids." That's very, very probable. The pyramids are very, very important right now, especially the pyramids at Giza. All the pyramids around the world are pretty important, but Giza has to be first, and there's there's very specific reasons for that. <clears throat> Susan says, you'll get your other goodies in a few days. That box will have your Star Wars goodies. Yeah, you're teasing me about the Star Wars prezzies. <clears throat> Shannon thinks it's funny, by the way. Now I can't get, get your There we go. Now Yoda's looking at... I want Yoda to watch over us. 
and then see if I do it like that, then Disney can't get can't can't really get us. I don't think because it's only it's you know the ten percent of it's not showing. Okay, thank you very much, babe. Yeah, they're heading off to a doctor's appointment. Yes. Okay. So so that's the one I film opening. That one the the one that showed up wasn't labeled. I was like. We opened it and it was supplies, much needed supplies. Thank you very much. So yeah, Shara's fine. Um, special announcement to my niece Kaylee. Congratulations, honey. Uh, Kaylee recently won an award for 4-H for basically raising animals. Uh, these are guinea pigs, which I, I do know what guinea pigs are. They're good eating. Actually, no. Guinea pigs. Guinea pigs are guinea pigs are awesome. But you know, the, the point is, is she just won an award for being kind to animals. Now, I'm sure there's more to the sports of 4-H than I'm aware of, but I'm proud of you, Kaylee. Good job. So, oh, yeah, of course Susan's enjoying it. Ah, I've been trying to think, no, 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 what is it? What could it be? Oh. The rule around here is you don't tease Cassidy about presents unless you want to have a good time. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, da, 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 da. No real significant current events, just more of the same crap. Um, just more of the same. Although there is one bit of paranormal news. Uh, CE6 encounters are on the rise. Now, we've all heard of you know, Close Encounter 1, Close Encounter 2, etc., etc. A close encounter of the sixth kind is when either the human or the extraterrestrial is injured, possibly lethally. Uh, there are CE6 issues happening on both sides. Um, my family has been an ongoing CE6, but nobody seems to care. Well, you guys care, but I mean, at the outside world. I feel like Shredder. You are here. Wait, so you are here because the outside world rejects you. But I'm, I'm not the leader of the Foot Clan. So. Big Ninja Turtles fans, for those of you who are wondering. <clears throat> Jason says, what are Stellars called? The all-knowing dimensional space-looking beings. Oh, okay. Uh, you can call them whatever you want. They 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 defy they defy description. I like to call them arachnoforms because to me they look kind of like geometric spiders. But the thing is, when it comes to those beings, the veil is in full effect. They don't have a physical form that you can literally see. So your mind has to grab on to you know the energies that they're projecting and create an interpretation for you. So like I said, I call them arachnoforms because they look like like clockwork spiders to me, you know? Uh, Elijah says, UFO in documents index. Thank you, Elijah. Appreciate it. So yeah, it, so you check there. And if I get some information wrong, tell me. Hey, remember, eh, problems with the English language. So I, I, I wouldn't know what to call them, you know? We, we don't have a name for them. You know, I, I call them arachnoforms because this this body we're 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 on Earth now. We got to do Earth things, and humans need names for things. So, Daryl says you have all my respects, and it is an it is an, oh, it's an honor to have you as as a friend too, Daryl. I love you, bro. So thank you, Elijah Dominguez, for or I think I think I pronounced that right for posting the this uh, NASA UFO information. That'll be very, very informative, very informative. NASA is actually trying to disclose more than you guys think. We all know that the cabal has their fingers in NASA. And so you can't really trust a lot of what NASA says. But you got to you got to realize if they wanted to, there would never be any mistaken leaks from the ISS, you know. They knew, for example, when the uh, the Kute scout ship approached that uh, we predicted, 
Um, yeah, NASA knew they were coming for months, so they could have cut it off well before they arrived. Somebody in NASA chooses to let these things through. Now, is that a reason to trust NASA as an organization? Probably not. But <clears throat> as, as, as Mr. Bradley Powers likes to say, there's good and bad in all things. You know, my way of explaining it's a little more complicated and poetic. Anyway, so that, that, that being said, the pyramids. So to review, all the, the, thing, the uh, megalithic structures that you guys know as pyramids are built on top of ancient structures, like really, really, truly ancient structures. There are some new ones that were built post-flood, post or if you're more of a, more of a science-minded person, uh, post-Younger Dryas event. But the Giza pyramids, the major pyramids that, you know, and then like the one in, the one in, in Antarctica, they're housing ancient structures with, that have purpose within this biosphere. And those weren't built by aliens either. Jason says they distort the thought response as they communicate, like going 5G to 1G. Yeah, that's true. But understand, that's not on purpose. It's one of the reasons why they try to only peer in through dimensional portals and gateways is because their, their thought processes, their thought forms are so strong, it can drown out your own, right? If you're a fan of HP Lovecraft and you know a bit about the Legend of Cthulhu, that's what happens, you know, when Cthulhu rises. If you read, not, not the role-playing games or the surrounding fiction about Cthulhu, but Call of Cthulhu, the original book that started it all. What happened is when, when Cthulhu woke up, a very, very powerful psychic pulse went around the planet and drove all the psychics mad. People often interpret that when they read the book as Cthulhu sent out an attack, and that's not it. It's Cthulhu's waking thought just waking thought was powerful enough to disrupt the thought of all the humans on the planet. Okay. Now Cthulhu is not real, right? There's something down there at, at, at uh, earlier, but we won't talk about that right now. Uh, Cthulhu is not real, but entities who thought, whose thought forms are that powerful do exist. You tend to call them things like angels and demigods, but they are there. Elijah says, this is a file from the CIA on aliens. Uh, CIA.gov, take a peek into our X-Files. I'm actually in some of those documents, by the way. If you want to, you, you can you can double-check me. There's a an androgynous child, blonde, who had a who has a tendency, <clears throat> who's marked as a... Uh, shit, I can't remember how they marked it. Anyway, I'm in there. But uh, Jason says, others hear them around me when I used to practice, pissed everyone off not knowing what was being said. Well, Jason, you know, if you're in contact with extraterrestrials, there is a reason, bro. Kayla says, oh my god, thank you! I put happy, happy tears in my eyes. Well, Kayla, you deserve it, man. You just got publicly recognized for being good to animals. You know, if there was more awards like that, the world would be a much better place. And if we had more people like you, we wouldn't be in this mess. So, yeah. Okay, now. So that's the, that's the review. Now, again, the pyramids that you guys know built with sonic technology that's actually available today. If we could figure out and isolate the tones, we could do it today. We could replicate Pomapunku, we could replicate the pyramids, we could replicate all of that. Okay? And you know, another bit of review, remember, you know, look up the Coral Castle. If one dude can do that, can do all that by himself, right, with, you know, the technology of the day, imagine what 333 priests with 33 acolytes apiece could do. Hold on, I have to let somebody in. Never mind, Ray got it. 
<laughs> wow, Ray wasn't getting the door, so the buzzer was just going off and off and off. Uh, Elijah says groups like MUFON are controlled by the by the Majestic Twelve. Yes, I agree, and that has begun. That has begun. See, I'm pissed off at MUFON. Not all of MUFON, not everybody associated with MUFON, but certain people at MUFON heard what I had to say, literally decided to keep quiet, and then they chose to mock me. So, all right. All right, MUFON. Um, I'm aware of the connections between MUFON and Epstein. It's time the uh, rest of the planet was, too. This is how we fight without drawing a drop of blood. Humans get mad at me. Like, who, who are you to be the judge and jury and executioner? Okay, so let's let's talk about this logically. So first, you guys are mad at me because I don't act act human enough. Then when I do a very human thing, like use my abilities to, you know, say, force choke a pedophile, then I'm a monster? Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'm done. I'm done caring about human standards. That's not insulting to everybody, to, to, to you guys. I'm not trying to say, you guys suck. But human standards are being uh, controlled by disinformation and media interests. So when all this is over, you guys will remember why it is not considered a crime to kill a person trying to prey on your child. Uh, The Jason group, Elijah? I've never heard of the Jason group. I've spent the last like five years or so, you know, before I even came out, and explained who I'm, what I am, trying to get a hold of the uh, the various UFO figureheads, and I'm done. I'm finished. Uh, any, any any of them who want to contact me, I'm happy to talk. You know, and then, and then yes, that does include Eddie, despite all the attempts to cause drama. Anyway, and I, I'm here for anyone that wants to talk, but I don't think I'm going to be contacting anyone else. It is time to captain my own ship. Uh, Jason says, how did the Egyptians discover hydraulics? Um, that was actually a matter... I wish I could remember the name of the group. There, there's a group of uh, acolytes that follow Tot. And now some people believe that these are men and women who pass down knowledge generationally. Some people believe that they're inter- interdimensional beings that incarnate every once in a while. Okay, But these beings are responsible for the stair-step evolution of uh, cradle-of-life societies. Like, for example, hydraulics. Basically, what happens is every every couple hundred years or so, these beings step out of the shadows and would teach the Egyptians the next level, do you see? So rather than like a slow curve, like you see in Western society, in the development of Western society, you would see a flat, flat, flat. A lot of that is, uh, <clears throat> like you said, hydraulics, hydroponics, uh, sonic technology, you know, a lot of technology that was lost. Something that people often forget is the ancient Egyptians were a post-Diluvian species. Culture. Species is the wrong word. Um, <laughs> they're a post-Diluvian culture, so they had to be retaught to use the machines underneath Giza. Basically, the very machines that they were entrusted with, with safeguarding, they had to relearn to use them. That had to take the form of a lot of mysticism and hokum. So, so I'll check out the Jason group, but I'm I'm done trying to contact humans. If humans wish to contact me, I'm happily happily willing to talk. But the attempts right now by third parties to create rivalries and drama between the UFO figureheads cannot can no longer be tolerated. And the only thing I know of how to deal with that is to walk away from the whole mashuga. 
If anybody's got a better idea, I'm all ears. But the only way I know to deal with that kind of attempts to create drama is to walk away. So that's what I'm doing. But again, if anybody has any other ideas or techniques how to deal with this, I am all ears. All right. I'll be the first person to say I don't deal. I don't I don't human very well. I don't people very well. All right. Now, uh, Daryl says, I've been told that in a past life I was an Egyptian priest. Very likely, Daryl. Many of the Egyptian priests and acolytes and you know people responsible for the, the safeguarding of this past age are waking up again. And that's not an accident. You know, there's a reason why I keep pushing. We have to somehow get to Egypt. Somehow. And I realize it's never going to happen until I learn how to make money. Therefore, money. I'm learning how to make money now. So, now, so the purpose of the review is to go over and uh, remind everyone that it's all about vortexes, okay? Everything in the pyramid's construction, it's all about creating and maintaining vortices, right? Now, there is a peculiar thing in higher, higher functioning animals, and that is the brain hemisphere, Okay. Not every animal has a has a complete you know set of right and left brains. Granted, they all have a hemisphere, right? But they don't all work together like higher functioning mammals and birds, possibly some reptiles. Okay. The idea that the way the way humans have a right and left hemisphere is in is intrinsic to the purpose and control and usage of, vort of vortex technology. Okay. Uh, Elijah says, well, there's a 7,000-year-old statuette discovered by scientists in Mesopotamia that show an odd resemblance to modern-day depictions of reptilian humanoids, and some have even suggested they worship the reptilian gods strictly connected to the ancient Anunnaki. Yes, I am very, very, very well aware of the uh, of those statuettes, uh, st statuettes, Elijah. That's why that's why we keep saying it's all coming together, you know. <clears throat> the Alpha Draconians are real. Okay. That's not what they call themselves. I don't know what they call themselves, I'll, I'll straight up admit. But those reptilian aliens, extraterrestrials, they're very real. You know, The cabal has most of the world convinced that they're not real because of conspiracy theory. Every time the world's just about to get close to the truth, they inject a new conspiracy theory and then everybody goes crazy. The latest one was Flat Earth, you know? So, yeah, the, the whole situation is very real. They've been here before. They'll be here again, you know. As, as I've mentioned many times, we Lyrans, we've been here a long time. Now, granted, we've been in slumber for about 5,000 years, but we're still here. And then there's the fresh group of refugees that arrived in 1993 and more arriving daily. So, basically, every time the Earth comes close enough to Venus, we're going to have a fresh crop of, of uh, Lyran refugees. That's the way it is. So these hemispheres. Now, understand what is a vortex, right? A vortex is when two opposing energies come together and create a harmonic pattern, usually in the form of, oh, yeah, there we go, of a toroidal geometric shape. Now, for those of you who know your meteorology, how, how a tornado is formed, right? A tornado or a hurricane is formed when a strong enough cold front hits a strong enough warm front, and they spin it creates a vortex. That is a very, very basic and vulgar expression of what vortex energy is and does. Okay, so you can take you can you can create a vortex out of any two energies 
any two forces or any combination of forces and energies. This can be a problem. And this is where a lot of, uh, you know, beginning, you know, uh, practitioners, mages, etc., etc., die. Or at least break, burn themselves out. They try to mess with energies they're not prepared for. Okay? So, the Pyramid at Giza, for example, manages several different opposing forces, creating several major vortices. Whether or not the machines are working properly is irrelevant. Okay? The Giza Pyramid is built there because there is a natural vortex there. The machines at Giza harness that, that energy and bam. Okay? Now, the forces that, that, that create the natural vortex there are space and gravity, which is why the vortex at Giza is so powerful. Space and gravity are two of the most powerful primary forces. Period. I wonder how many more P-words I can fit into that. <clears throat> Jason says, they knew how to step out of their bodies, gave them more than a sense of death and understanding of the energy we are made of. Exactly. And one of the technologies that the ancient Egyptians used to help them do this were it, masks, basically. I, 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 don't, I, just, we don't, I don't have a name for it. But they would wear these headdresses and masks that would allow higher, higher dimensional entities to flow through them in, in a very much like an avatar kind of situation. Which is why in the old hieroglyphs, the gods are depicted as a man with like a beast head. It's because what they were looking at is a, for lack of a better word, a psychic human wearing a headdress that allowed, say, Anubis to come through him. But more importantly, what made that person a priest is their ability to survive it. Okay. Now, those of you who, who understand ancient mysticisms and things, you understand, you, you know, this discipline, magic, you know, what, what humans call magic is not a forgiving discipline. It is not safe. It does not care. Okay. And it can be quite a handful. So there's no warning. You don't get a warning. If you reach out and you, if you are, in a, if you have the capability to touch multi-dimensions like many psychics do, and you touch the wrong energy, you will get sick. Unless you're prepared. Aha! John says, so vortex equals whirlpool, whether liquid, gas, or energy. Exactly. A vortex is, that's, that's, that's it. A vortex is just a description of that phenomenon, right? When we're talking about energetic vortexes, that's when we're talking about making the will reality. You know, or uh, calming someone down. Like, 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 you, like Reiki artists, for example. Reiki artists create, you know, twin vortexes in their hands. And then, you know, between those vortexes, the actual event takes place. You know, your, 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 your control vortex and your surrender vortex is basically what it boils down to. You meld those together, and it creates an effect, a third vortex, a harmonious vortex. Okay? That's how quantum healing basically functions. But on macro scales, like the size of a continent or, you know, a pyramid, you know, whatever... Then you can start interacting with the chakras of the planet, which is what these which is what these pyramids are designed to do. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and hit a commercial, and then we'll then we'll take then we'll go back to questions and such because there's a lot of really really good comments here. So, <clears throat> so commercial number one. If you enjoy our work and wish to contribute, the best support you can give is to hit that like button and share the show with your friends. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash the Lion's Pride.
Follow Cassidy at www.facebook.com slash whenthelionspeaks to receive daily updates and live notifications. We have a great many people to reach, but we are only as strong as the community allows. Now back to the show. All right, we're back. Yeah, that's that's where like once we get sponsors, that will eventually go there. I want to cut that commercial down to be like ten seconds. It's like twenty-two seconds, something like that. I, I don't like it that long. Pardon, but it's the first one I did. So, okay. So, Elijah says the reptilians come from a fourth a fourth density that they're using pu- puppets like the Queen of England. Uh, that's a very good way to describe it. That's not how my people would describe it, but that is valid. It really, really, you know, depending on your on your interpretation of what densities and things mean, yeah, they could very easily be considered a fourth a fourth density you know, creature. When I say like when when I when I speak from my people's view of harmonics, <clears throat> not the same, not exactly the same thing. So if I say they're a fifth, they're a you know a seventh harmonic entity. They're not, but I'm just picking a number out of my butt. That's could be the, means the same thing depending on the interpret, interpretation of these terms as a fourth as a fourth density entity. <sighs> wow, got that out. So you know, thank you, Elijah. It's a very, very, very good point. Uh, they are non-physical, non-biological beings. And they invade a world through the consciousness. Um, in this play, in this planet's example, they're utilized. They're basically piggybacking and hijacking the energetic signals coming from the mitochondria. Which is creating a, sem- a semi mind control effect. The thing is, is what, <clears throat> like the Queen of England, what 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 those people do is they utilize, <laughs> they utilize slaves, um, psychic slaves, magical acolytes, anyone who can actually speak to the other dimensions. If they can get, if they get a hold of you, they'll strap you to a bench, fill you full of drugs, shock your heart till you're dead, and then get their instructions from the last ramblings coming out of your mouth. And that's where where some of the disappearing light workers are, are disappearing too. You know, the cabal is desperate to find a way out of the situation. What they don't realize is the more innocence that they destroy to defend themselves against us, the harder they're going to be bit. It's simple nature. Simple nature. We are a force of nature. They're pissing it off. So, uh, Elijah says reptiles feed off negative energy. In a way, they prefer negative energy, but reptiles feed off of energy. My people call them the loquogoth, right? Uh, they they feed off energy in general. The thing is, is that as a as a predatory species, they have to take energy to feed. You see, they do prefer negative energy. They prefer fear. If you're if you are afraid when they begin to feed on you, they love it. All right, uh, other particularly nutritious flavors for them are the feeling of being violated. Uh, hence, yeah, I'm not going to go into that. All prisoners will, will be released. All debts will be paid. All children will be freed. And we don't care about your excuses. Anyway. Elisha says, well, more manipulation of an individual. Yeah. Yeah, hey, we're not disagreeing on any on any point. Uh, you're you're very you, you have a lot of really good insights, Elijah. Maybe you should come on the show sometime. Elijah says you also have to take into into account chakra points on the body. Certain ones are blocked by us, 
are on the body and really powerful psychics can see those chakra points on your body. Yes, which is which actually does feed into the you know the next part of the subject is chakra vortices. So Gerald says, do you think I'm being protected by these by the aliens I'm getting photos of? Yes. Uh, many of your star families are actively protecting you. There is a massive harvest going on right now, which is why I brought up the CE6 situation. Many humans are being harmed by ETs right now. And that's one of the reasons I've been pleading with the uh, UFO figureheads to try to talk to their audience and explain. But the silence that they're choosing to express is making the situation so much worse. You know, they, they could be teaching people how to protect themselves against abduction, but instead they'd rather make a buck off of showing people twinkly lights in the sky. And no, that's not aimed at anyone in particular. All right, cool. Elijah, come on the show sometime and we'll talk. So, sounds like you should be you should come on to uh, Starseed Symphony. Drax says, I work haunted houses to get that particular to get that particular out of my system, prefer love and light myself. Yeah, well, that's why, that's why, like, I play violent video games, and that's why we watch horror movies. We get that shit out of our system, you know? All of us are energetic beings. As Yoda would say, luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You know? We are all beings of light, and as beings of light, we exist as a, har- as a harmonic entity, which means we do this, period. When you can get control of your ups and downs, you start getting agency over your life, you see? And that's one way to do it. The Jap- you know, not, not the Japanese, I'm sorry. The psycho- psychologically, they call that vicarious gratification. It lets you express that downslope without hurting anyone or yourself. Daryl says, I've seen the inside of a flying saucer. It was a human processing plant. Uh, I'd have to get more information. When people say flying saucer, I immediately think Arcturians. But that's not that's not the case. That's a flaw on my part. Because I have so much contact with Arcturians, but they still won't tell me what they call themselves. Again, for those of you who, for those of you, for those of you who are wondering, I'm not bitching or complaining. <laughs> they get a big kick out of it every time I every time I do the gruff bit, like ah, oh, they won't tell me their name. Grr. It's playing along. We're all we're we're all having fun. Ultimately, I don't need to know what they call themselves. It's not relevant, you know. So they'd rather play. I'm down with that. So anyhow, chakra vortices. So now the thing is, is that vortexes exist everywhere, you know, within every person's body. Now the the three main vortexes are referred to as the Merkaba. And a lot of the different human uh, traditions disagree on where those Merkaba are. And some, like, try to tell people there's only one Merkaba, some say there's two Merkaba. I'm here to tell you you got three, at least. There's three that I can detect. And there might be more. You know, there are many ra- ready, there are many light wavelengths I cannot detect, for example, Fey. So you guys might have, like, Fey chakras that I don't know about, you know? As part of the purpose of the show is to get you to, to, to think what's out there, what is possible. You know, let your imagination soar on what could be, okay? So, the three Merkaba that are present in every person, one is in your head, and that's what you call the third eye. It is not your pineal gland. Your pineal gland is very close to your third eye, but 
I want you guys to understand that your what is your third eye is created by the vortex of the three different points of light entering your consciousness. Your right eye, your left eye, and your pineal gland. Your pineal gland is right about here-ish, right? Your third eye is here. Okay? The seat of the third eye is not the pineal gland. But the pineal gland is very, very important to the third eye, which is why the Egyptians revered it. <clears throat> Okay, every one of the of the Merkaba is a uh, is a major vortex. It's a major biological vortex encompassing all of the energies that make up you. Biological, biomyalic, spiritual, char, uh, not char. Why did I say char? That just came out of nowhere. I was trying to say chi, but then I thought lush, and it came out char. Whatever. Anyway, lush, chi, all that stuff. Your Merkaba is a massive vortex of all of these energies space time all right all of it that's why people say your merkaba your heart merkaba is a time travel device it literally is you literally can process time energy spatial force all of it with your merkaba okay the higher the higher resolution you wish to to engage the more of your merkaba you need so your first merkaba again is up here your second Merkaba is right underneath and just behind your heart. Not in your heart, right underneath and just behind. Your third Merkaba is just underneath your belly button and you deep inside. Okay? You know, the organ that houses that Merkaba is called the mesentery organ. Okay? Now, the reason this is all related, all right? You, you, a human can utilize their, their chakra vortexes to interface with other naturally occurring vortexes as well as other artificial vortexes, okay? There are many, many mystical traditions in the world that, that uh, view all of magic as basically just control and manipulation of these vortexes, okay? I know we're, we're getting kind of around, around the subject, but it all comes together, right? <clears throat> So, the different kinds of vortexes, or what they what they do rather, is you know, determined by which kinds of energies they engage. Now, if your mind can reach out and grab yourself a little bit of time, grab yourself a little bit of space, make yourself a time-space vortex, you've got teleportation, right? Now, granted, there's more to it than that. Otherwise, I'd be able to do it. But, but that's the base components, right? And for those of you who have read and 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 you know the world the world of uh, the world of darkness fiction, yes, this is why I latched on to Mage the Ascension so hard. But I was also terrified of the game. Okay, the they managed to make a role playing game and science fiction framework of reality that matched almost exactly uh, the way, yeah, the way I perceive things, and it scared the shit out of me. And for those of you who are familiar with the role playing game. Check out the Book of Shadows, the the the, the hippy dippy chick with uh, with the the truth is out there shirt going ah, in front of a whole bunch of uh, you know Aquarian symbols. I swear to God that could have been a photograph of one of my dad's girlfriends. So that whole line terrified me for a while. You know, but I'm not talking about what I'm talking about here is not related to you know the way. Uh, mages do their magic in, in that science fiction. It's just a remarkably similar description. You see? Uh, let's see. Uh, 
Daryl says they've shown you. I'm assuming they talk about the talking about the inside of the flying saucer in your dreams. Uh, a great deal of interaction on the upper harmonics of reality, upper dimensions, densities, whatever you want to call it, is take, take takes place in a dreamlike state, specifically because you have to have all three of your of your prime brain waves working simultaneously to perceive that world, and that usually doesn't happen unless you're in a dream. John says, I read that hydrochloroquine has been used to decalcify joints because it dissolves calcium crystals. It, it might help the pineal gland as well. Yeah, actually, it does. We've, we've talked about that before. Uh, it doesn't help you in the crystallization process, but yeah, hydro hydroxychloroquine can, in fact, help you decalcify your pineal gland. They've actually known about this for a while. You know, you can actually... <clears throat> There's like old episodes of TV shows where they talked about a coronavirus running out of control in the future and hydroxychloroquine being the answer. Uh, that's why I keep saying, dude, guys, the, 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 the media is lying to you. They are, in fact, working for the enemy. Okay? They deliberately, deliberately went out and said and, and, and took 100,000 lives because Orange Man said maybe this will work. That's evil, folks. That is evil incarnate. Okay? They know that hydroxychloroquine in, in small doses in the right in the right amount can aid in a person's awakening process, can help the brain. They're pushing it out anyway, right? Right. They know, and they're do what they're doing is is evil. And this is why I keep saying Biden must be stopped. Okay. It's going to come out in time that Biden is directly acting, or maybe not him, because he might not even know where he is anymore, but rather the Biden campaign is acting in the Chinese propaganda wing's best interest. There's, there's proof, you know. Kirsten says, Dreamland is really active right now. Oh, yeah. That's what I call hyperspace. You know, it's... The dream world is made up of many, many, many different harmonic environments. Only one of you. Know, yeah, it's. We'll, we'll go into that another time. I'm getting. I'm getting off off subject. So, da, da, da. Elijah says female humans have the same biological hormones as an iguana. Yes, I'm aware. <laughs> they also, the the period cycle lines up with the moon and Saturn. Sometimes, ideally, in, in a completely healthy woman, both spiritually and mentally and physically, yes, it will. But that's not always the case. <clears throat> This is why the astro astrological signs play a huge, huge role with chakra. Um, I don't know about that. Uh, I believe you. I have no basis to disagree and make sense, but I don't know anything about astrological impact on the chakras. That's not my area. So that's something we'll have to look into. Jason says Drizzt Dorden. Um, why are we talking about Drizzt Dorden? He's like one of my all-time favorite fantasy heroes. Uh We'll, we'll, we'll talk about Drizzt. I'll, I'll, talk, I'll spend all day talking about Drizzt. What do you... Why are you talking about Drizzt, Jason? Yeah. And yes, it's Drizzt, not Drizzt. Uh, I've actually gotten into really intense debate with, with nerds about that. And you know how I know it's Drizzt and not Drizzt? And at a certain point in the books, it kind of got back to uh, R.A. Salvatore that nobody knew how to pronounce the name. So in... Sojourn? No, exile. Exile. Uh, he runs across a human, and he and he says his name to the human, and the human repeats it back phonetically, and it's Drizzt. Anyway, 
Um, so Jason, seriously, what about Drizzit? Why are you bringing up Drizzit? I got, ow, did you see that? My eyebrow got caught in my glasses. Why did, why are you bringing up Drizzit? By the way, have you guys noticed the cussing's been way down? I'm getting a handle on it. So have I ever seen the all-seeing eye of Saturn? Are you talking about the, the energetic geometric shape on the bottom? In which case, yes. Uh, if you're talking about something else, then no. I don't really pay much attention to the other planets. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll hang out at Jupiter every once in a while, but that's mostly to talk to the Jovali. They're pretty neat. They're pretty neat people. So, But I don't, I don't really mess with the other planets that much. Mostly I stay here. My mission is here, you know, specifically within this false matrix orbiting Terra. Hey, Bobby! Daryl says, some of my dreams I wake up cut and bleeding. That is what I've been waiting for. Like I said, lacerations. Soon it's going, that's going to, to expand to broken bones. People need to start learning how to defend themselves. You guys need to start learning how your, how your biology interacts with these, other, with, with these other planes, or the injuries are going to get worse. Oh, the alignment of Saturn. Um, no, I haven't seen it, Elijah. Uh, that is piquing my interest, though. Yeah, I, like I said, I, I'm I'm not so concerned with the other things, with the other planets and whatnot, and I have a lifetime of bad experiences with astrological astro, astrologers, astrologers. I have a lifetime of bad experience with astrologers, so I don't pay attention to that discipline. I try to avoid it as much as I can, which is kind of dumb on my part, but I just don't have the spoons right now. But that's why I trust Melanie, dude. We got to get you on. We got to get you on an episode with Melanie. That that's what that's got to happen because she'll know what you're talking about way, way more than I do. On the upside, though, thank you for bringing a lot of this stuff up because I actually really enjoy being able to tell people when I don't know something. <clears throat> oh, I see, Jason. The second event with the group happened while reading one of the Drizzt novels. Okay, I got you. I I see. I see. Mary, hi. I'm glad you're finally finding the show again. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been confusing for a lot of the old fans to because I'm switching. It used to just I used to film the show on my wall. Now I film it on the the lion when the lion speaks um, page. So okay, so back to back to the subject, but it's not hard to find. Uh, so anyway, the different kinds of, of vortexes that the pyramids are all bait are, are all built on are literally different kinds of vortexes. Uh, for example, the one at Gobekli Tepe is involving a lot, you know, very deeply involving the, uh, the uh, I want to say metagenic zeitgeist, but I don't know what metagenic means. That word just popped into my head, though. Does anybody know what metagenic means? Anyway, but that has to do with, uh, you know, zeitgeist vortexes and spiritual and spiritual things. Uh, I, I very strongly suspect that Gobekli Tepe houses a memory core, you know? The, you know, Giza... Its primary function is to interconnect all of the others, which is why it connects so strongly to the zeitgeist, or what you guys, or what human, the love and light crowd tend to call the uh, the grid, the human, the human grid. I think is what they call it, the consciousness grid. Oh, you made it. You make it a lot. I, I must be missing your comments, Mary. I, I I can't see the comments very well, as you guys know. So. 
Kristen says, I would love to learn more about defending myself in hyperspace slash dreamland. I've been doing that. That's what we've been going over in the uh, in the academy. And that's why the cabal hits me so hard whenever I start the academy. The latest hit is they realize that they're not going to be able to stop me doing the academy anymore. So they're saying they'll back off if I denounce Trump. You know, I don't know what to do. Uh, I don't know what to do. Trump saved Shara's life. He's 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 making bigger strides forward than any other per, any other president in history towards repairing the damage between, you know, my people and, and white people. You know, I mean, I don't know what to do. I mean, they're threatening my daughter. My first response was, OK, fine, I'll, I'll smack you back. If you guys want to hear you want to you, you, you want to hit some Darth Vader shit, you want you want the red lightsaber. Here we go. I was actually gearing up to start unweaving people. And then you know, several of you guys caught me and said, dude, 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 you're going dark side. Stop. And I was like, oh, shit, I am. All right. So I don't know what to do. But for those of you who are wondering you know, about that, that part where I was flipping out, you know, this last week. Now, you know, you know, the, the cabal realizes they can't stop me from talking. So they're trying to threaten my daughter. I don't know what to do. I just so I put my faith in Jesus and carry on. You know. But that's also why I'll point out dumb shit he does, because that kind of counts. So, but yeah, like I said, I'm trying to. Uh, the la the latest lessons in the academy are getting back into basics. The next one is basic energy bending, I think. Let me check. So we're on 1.2. Yeah, we just we're. Yeah, we're on 1.2. So beginning energy bending. Oh, no, we already did that one. Uh, so the next one is 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 1.3, beginning defense, how shielding works. So and, and John, you got no excuse. I've, I've what episode 1.3 has been done like this is the third time we'll be doing episode 1.3. They've been on the uh, those episodes have been on the Lions Academy the whole time. So Jason says, don't leave your TV on a good start. Yeah, I, we don't I, we don't even watch TV. Uh, we have uh, we like we have Hulu. You know, so we can watch our favorite stuff, but I don't, I, I don't want, I don't want, I, I don't, I don't expose my children to the media lies, you know, commercials and things like that. It's, it's ridiculous. So John says, we understand Cass. Most people are afraid when threatened. Yeah. And I was afraid. I will freely admit I was terrified. So, you know, it, it, it at this point I could, it, like, if I were human, I'd go, I wasn't afraid. I wasn't afraid. You guys know I wasn't afraid. But come on. I was terrified. You could probably see it on my face. You know? And then with, a, and then it seemed like I was getting attacked from all sides. And that just put me into a rage. A bad rage. You know? No, no. I was, I was afraid. I was very afraid. I might have been expressing aggression because that's what I do when I'm afraid. But I was, I'm going to be completely honest. I was, I'm, I was terrified. Um, thanks to you, know, Christy and John and Sky Prince, you know, and a few others whose names I can't say because I'm an idiot right now. But um, thanks to them, they kind of caught me and, and reminded me, no, 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 do, 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 do. You are letting them change you. I'm like, oh, shit, you're right. But it was all born of fear. I may have been acting aggressive, but it came from fear. And thanks to you guys, you know, if it wasn't for you guys, my light would have went out last week. Sabrina! Ah, oh, God. 
I, I, I'm glad you made it. I, I, I clicked the button. I, I, I've, been, I've been tagging you so you can make it. Oh, my God, my love. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, if, if I hope Joe got to see the show. I did a special shout out to her. So, but yeah, so they, you know, basically the cabal is threatening me. And by the way, no, and if anybody's wondering, no, I'm not talking about the family services worker. She's not getting involved in politics. She's cool. Uh, I'm not going to say her name because I don't want any trouble for her, but Miss A, if you see this, I love you. You're doing a great job and you were right about everything. And, you know, she's great. The family services team is not what's doing this. I want to make that very clear. It's the cabal. Okay. So Miss A is doing a great job. She's getting all of her T's crossed. She's getting all of her dies audited and she's working for Char. I have a, I don't like that they're in my life, but I appreciate their purpose and they're doing a damn fine job. That's not who I'm talking about. But anyhow, all right. So yeah, next 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 lesson of the academy is uh, 1.3 basic defenses. Again, <laughs> all right. Back to the subject. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo, check time. All right. So time for commercial number two because we're going to talk about Giza in specifics. So, hey Mary, it's time for commercial number two. This is the short one. I actually prefer the short commercial. If you enjoy our work and would like to help us keep the lights on and the cameras running, please click on any of the donation links below. To get access to fan exclusives, please check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash bleedingviolinstudios. Now, back to the show. And I'm back. <clears throat> yeah, like I said, I prefer that one because these are just placeholders for if we can get a sponsor. Like for example, we're we're in the middle of putting out putting together uh, putting together a commercial for X Rising, which is a new uh, platform supposedly completely. What they advertise, and and so far what I've experienced, I like it very much so far, is uh, no political bias. No, you can say what you need to say. No censoring of paranormal activity. So we're cutting together a commercial for them, and then that'll be. Yeah, well, it, I have to have a space there. I have to have a space for sponsors. Um, sponsors are going to be the main thing that gets us out of the financial hole. And again, I've realized that I can do a lot more for this world by building schools and hospitals than I can making a statement about how great it is to be poor. So Jason says the system can change your opinion of shit, or at least try by paying a salary to debunk or derate waste of their time and fortune. Yeah, that's the funny part. And, and the thing is, is that's another reason you know that. Quite frankly, like like for the people that say I'm a shill, if I was a shill, I'd be getting paid. Okay, all they would, if I was a shill, all they would have to do to shut me up is give me a little something, something, and I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna shut up. Okay, I'll bitch about Trump. Bitching about Trump makes a lot of money, folks. I could go on online right now, maybe make about 50,000 subscribers and a lot of money just talking shit about Trump, but I won't do it. That's how you know I'm not a shill. So because of that, we have to rely on sponsors and donations and things like that. You know, Because I, I will not do the Trump bump, and that's what YouTube wants me to do. So... 
I do not like the man, but he's shaping up to be a, to be a, to be a pretty decent president. And so far, he's fulfilled two of my three requirements. I am not going to sully my soul by lying for you pieces of shit. And if you do try to follow through on on what you're threatening, I will burn you from the bones out. You will know horror. Oh, yeah, I can see him looking. Yeah. If you try to follow through with your threat to make me lie for your politics, you will know true horror before you leave this life. You want to play the reptilian games? Let's see what happens when you are among them in your sleep and they can feed on you without killing you. That's what you want. That's what you shall receive. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, that's you know, he says when you're left with Biden. No, I will never vote for Biden. I will do whatever it takes to keep Biden Biden from taking the office without interfering with democracy. I will not break the contract with Mother America. I will not. So, I will not harm ever for any reason the democratic process of this country it is sacred you guys won't even know why until later anyhow so yeah so this brings us to to giza itself and why it's so important that we get to giza now as we said before giza is still where it needs to be within one degree this is a bit of a miracle okay now, part of the reason why Giza is still where it needs to be is because the, the natural vortex it has there is very powerful. Now, many of you are aware of the Hindu concept that <clears throat> of you know, the uh, the Earth's Kundalini, right? And how the Earth's Kundalini is was in Tibet, and now it's moving. It's going to be in Colorado very soon, which is why we're here. <clears throat> but um, the thing is, is just like a human being has three major Merkaba, so does the planet. One of those Merkaba is at Giza. One of those Merkaba is the Giza Plateau. Why it hasn't moved, I don't know. I imagine Giza does, though. But that brings us to a very, very important point, the Sphinx. Now, Chrissy, I hope you're watching, because Chrissy actually has a little bit more information on this than I do, because she spent a lot of time in Akasha. She spent a lot more. Okay, I visit Akasha to learn shit. She lives there, or lived there for a long time. So that's kind of her house. But, so Christy, if you're still watching, say something. Anyway, the Sphinx is the guardian of these chakra systems. Now, that may not be what it was intended to, to, to be. That may not be what it was built for. But that's the situation now. Okay. So the first step of this pilgrimage, when we can do it, is to go to the is to go to the Sphinx, and it has to be, you know, during one of these alignments, which is why I say next year it seems like it's going to be our last chance. And for all of you psychics who see that next, you know, 2022, the end of 2022, is a major event, holla, and do you agree with me? I mean. I could be wrong, but the way I'm the way I'm seeing the energies and the way I'm seeing and again, not psychic in this way. Literally, my own the only psychic discipline that I have access to is psychometry. Okay. That part of the brain. Basically the, the impact happened on this side, that part of the brain is over here, which is why I can still do psychometry, even though I can't, you know, do telepathy or anything like that anymore. So ah, but yeah. Lucky me, huh? 
Jason says he would be replaced in office in that timeline. Uh, yes, that, that, that's the plan. That's, that's the major part of the plan, which is why it's so important to note that Biden is choosing a Muslim Brotherhood shill as his running mate. Folks, have you noticed that all these masks are starting to look like burqas? Have you noticed that the left has been slowly pushing us into Sharia law? Yeah. And then Biden, who is fully under the payroll of the Chinese government, picks as his running mate. Yeah. It does not take a genius, folks. This is Takia. We're watching Takia in action. And if you do not know what Takia is, look it up. You'll get more information if you look it up and read for yourself, and you will if I tell you. So, Mari, hi! Oh, Mari, you missed it. I told the story of the snot in my hair on uh, Bradley's show the other day. I was hoping you'd be there for it, but you weren't, so. So, uh, to, to repeat the story for, since, since you're here now, we'll repeat the story. So, Mari was over, and, uh, and Mari and David were over, and they were helping me, helping me out with some computer stuff and helping, him, helping me and Shannon out with some personal issues. We were fighting a lot. And, uh, and uh, I sneezed. I looked to the side, and I sneezed. Ha-choo! And did not realize that I made a friend. And Samari so sat there looking at me like, wait for it. Wait for it. And she's just being you know, cool as you please until I finally there. It's like, I noticed it. I'm like, oh my God, how long has that been there? And she, Samari looks up and smiles and goes, a while. Ah, you got me. And yes, I'm trying to make stuff up to Mari because I feel like I insulted her by apologizing in public. I fucked up, don't know where and how, but I'm trying to make it right. So, anyhow. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Nasty, and I still, like, like my asshole went chomp when I realized I had to tell the story again because she was here. But it's worth it. You know, I, I love, I, I love, my favorite stories are the ones where I'm doing something dumb. Like Kitten Grenade. And yes, I received the karma for the kitten grenade. You see, kitten grenade leads right into shitty kitty. The kitten grenade story, kittengrenade.jpg, leads right into shitty kitty dick stars. Shitty kitty dick scars.jpg. It's hard to say. I'll tell you guys those stories later. All right, Mari. Mari says she's going into urgent care. Very sick. And by the way, the tone that I whistle when I do this, it is important, by the way. It's not just theatricality. If it was, if it was just like theatricality, I'd be like, Whisha! Woo! I'd do the Doctor Strange bit. But the, uh, the spirits, sometimes spirits help carry the light. You know, and that's like music for them. It's like playing them a song. Okay, Mari. Elijah says, I am back. Cool. So, 
Giza. Again, the, the, the Giza is one of the... The Giza Plateau is one of Terra's... Um, not Kundalini. Kundalini is a specific a specific harmonic of Merkaba. Sorry, it, it's always hard to talk after doing one of those kind of half in, half out. Um... Yeah, it's one of one of one of Earth's Merkaba. Earth has several Merkaba, believe it or not. It doesn't not just three. I believe I've, I've counted nine, but there's probably more. Again, there are many bands of energies I can't perceive. So whatever else might be out there, who knows? You know. David says, "Well, I guess I didn't miss the whole sh dude. It was one commercial. Come on." But uh, yeah, so that's why it's very important. We have to present ourselves to the Sphinx. The Sphinx. I can't tell you guys if the Sphinx is sapient in and of itself, if it's housing a spirit, if it's acting like, like some kind of like maybe text to speech technology for the for, for what's under Giza. I don't know. I've never I've never been there, never never been to Egypt at all. So the first step of the way is gonna be presenting ourselves to the Sphinx. And the reason why I'm telling you guys this is because some of you know you have to do this. Some of you have had visions of kneeling before the Sphinx or sleeping under the Sphinx or something. You go to the Sphinx and you say, hey, Sphinx, sup? And the Sphinx tells you whether or not you're worthy. You know, some of us are lucky enough that they've heard the Sphinx say the next part of the message. I am not one of them, but some some people are. You know, I'm not one of those. So that's, that's you know, that's why that's so important. And that's what the deal is there. And that's why we have to get to Egypt. Um We'll be discussing why next time we're on next time we're on with uh, Melanie Renee Watkins because she understands more fully than I do. Uh, I only have my, in, my basically what my senses tell me. She actually has science and technique and and, and wisdom to, to offer. So I don't want to talk about that until she's here. Uh, Elijah says the fire truck that went by was warning. Um, maybe. Uh, I've kind of trained myself not to listen. Again, we're right across the street from one of the best hospitals in the country. Two blocks that way is the fire station, is the fire station, and four blocks that way is the police station. So, it, if there is, if if there was a warning in the fire engine, I didn't hear it. You know, that doesn't mean it wasn't there. You know. So, if you if you if you have more information, if you think, if you feel that the, or if you're getting the impression or the message that the fire truck was a warning, send me a, uh, send me a uh, private message. We'll talk about it. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to listen. Just because I don't perceive something doesn't mean it's not there. And yet I get, keep get, getting called egoistic for that. How, okay. How does that mean I'm egoistic? If I'm the first person that's willing to say, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know everything. Let's put our heads together and teach. How am I the one with the ego problem? I don't understand this. Liana, you're here. I, I didn't I didn't tag you because you, you left the Pleading Violin Studios group, so I thought you didn't want to be tagged no more, but I'm very glad you're here. So, so yeah, if you guys feel like there was a warning or an omen, you feel free to let me know. Uh, Mary, uh, Mary once uh, helped me understand a warning that a cricket was trying to give me. I couldn't hear the warning in the cricket, but it turned out to be absolutely right, didn't it, Mary? You were absolutely right about that damn cricket. So... You know, the spirits of that house were trying to give us every warning. I could not hear it. You know, I was distracted with fear. Fear will care. Fear will screw you up. You know. Uh, Jason says, can you remember an event personally, 88 through 91 or 95 through 97 
Other events that are newer have felt them, but wasn't close enough. I've felt a number of major events. The the first major event that I can tell you that I have any inkling of is in 1987. I don't know exactly what happened in 1987, but a lot of you have talked about a major, major life-changing event in 1987, including my sister Christy. My sister Christy has the most terrifying 1987 story. Um, in my case, actually, you know what? I can look this up while I'm, while I'm talking. In, in my case, 1987 was the first year, the first time I got away from my father's cult. My mother came for me and she you know, took me to LA. And that was the first time I had away from my father's cult. That was the first time in my life I had a chance to think and, and get my bearings, you know? was the first time in my life I was able to look myself in the mirror and say Luke Skywalker is fictional without having to worry about being tortured for a week. You know? Um, there is also a uh, uh, another event I'm trying to look up. I want to see where... Uh, hold on one, one, one second. Colorado... Or no, Denver. No! Actually, that might do it. Yeah, no, that works. Yeah, okay. So, Christy, when you when you see this, uh, it's uh, pretty. Uh, what we were talking about earlier, I just looked it up, and it's true. 1980. It was uh, the beginning of 1988, uh, I believe. So, okay. So, for those of you who want to look up look up the time yourself. When the Ramesses II collection came through the Denver Museum of Natural History, my father, that was the last thing we did together with my father and my stepmother, is when you, the night it opened to the public, <laughs> not to the elites. The premiere night is always for the elites. The night it opened to the public, they took us through, and I had... Look it up for yourself. Don't, don't, don't take my words for it, but one of the exhibits there contained... A mummy that has has recently been confirmed to have non-human DNA, and its sarcophagus is is in fact a resonation chamber. And when I, when my father put me before that sarcophagus, my life changed. So you guys can look it up yourself. What year that happened? Um, the Ramesses II exhibit, Denver Museum of Natural History. I think it was the next weekend. My mother took me to L.A. So. Elijah says, I've seen this cast already. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Elijah, I've got to go up. Sarah says, it's because I was born that year. Ha! <laughs> yeah, it could be, Sarah. <laughs> Mary says, it's because I was born then. A lot of you were born in 1987. And then the next big hub is 1993. These events are happening. I, I suspect they're happening in a Fibonacci or Golden Mean sequence, but I'm not sure. I need more information. So, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, Elijah says, I saw a reincarnated version of me and how I did, I am having deja vu right now. I've seen this cast already. You mean like this show? Or like this cast of characters? Or is in these events cast in stone? What do you mean, bro? Nancy says, my kids were born in 83, 80, 92, and 95. So lots of memories. See, I have similar feelings about, yeah, 2001 and 2003, you know? Because that's when my kids were born. Mari, you're not old. You're. Oh God! Oh, I just had it. I just had it. What is it when? What is it when you're? Uh, you're not old. 
your I can't think of what I'm trying to say, but you're cool. You're cute. You're awesome. And I would never guess your actual age. I, I would have honestly guessed you were in your 30s. So you don't look your age. <coughs> Mary says, I was struggling with parental figures at the time. Oh. Ah, this event and this show. Well, that's actually a good thing, Elijah. I've been, I, I, I'm not sure how long you've been watching the show. Um, I don't recognize your name but again bad with names we've been i've been mentioning on the show for a while that we're getting to the reverberation point of the essentially the time jumps uh, a lot of you are starting to realize that you've done this before okay we've done this at least three times that's why there's not enough energy for another jump i'm going to tell you guys i'm a time traveler i'm not joking i got my guys in uh currently searching for alternate energy sources to try to generate enough energy for another jump. The problem is that the last three jumps, we are eating into the reserves. The thing is, you need you need the amount of quintessal energy. I don't know how else to put it. You need an amount of quintessal energy equal to about five galaxies on each side to generate energy like generate, like create energy from apparently nothing. And I don't mean that you take these two energy sources and you convert the energy. No, these are two equally like titanic, terrifying levels of energy source, right? You get five galaxies, create this harmonic, five galaxies, create that harmonic. Between the two, energy literally comes into being. It is created. You can also destroy energy this way as well. This is, it's actually a lot easier to, to, to destroy than it is to create. Mari feels like you're dying. I don't know what to do about that. We'll talk. Mary says, can you teach me to time travel? Yes. The, the, the trouble isn't teaching humans to time travel. All humans can do it. I've met several humans who've done it. The problem is letting your mind survive. It takes up so much energy that for to, to, to time travel by will, it will usually fracture your consciousness intake. That's not a good thing. You know, uh, I've only literally only ever met one human who made a jump and survived and came out the other side of insanity, but it took him, I think, 15 years to come out of the insanity and rebuild his uh, his energy stores. Humans need technology, all right? And that's... Now, this, what I'm trying to teach you guys, is, the tech, is some of the technology you need. But it's a lot easier when you, you know, say, for example, you can create an artificial bubble out of, you know, out of hyperspatial energy to protect you from these events. Corey Good talks about this a lot, you know, about how he had to get de-aged and a lot of the other members of the secret space program as well. Same kind of thing, you know, that uh, radical aging is a side effect. They can't compensate for it yet. But when the technology becomes available, they will be able to, you know, it's a matter of understanding the energies and the harmonics. Katie, you're 60? Wow, I didn't know that. Um... Mary says, I was kicked out. That's not to do with anything to do with me. Uh, that's the signal. Facebook does that sometimes. I, it, I don't know if it's because they're trying to keep me quiet or something else. I don't want to say they're trying to keep me quiet unless I get some proof because I'm bad enough with technology that I don't want to be that guy that every time there's a technical glitch, I'm like, oh, they're coming to get me. You know, so I only mention it on times when I can confirm it. But this, it, I don't know about this. This could be 
this could be because of the quality of my transmission. Um, I am overworking my computer to do this. <laughs> so I, I need a couple of upgrades to this machine before this, before the show will, will work perfectly. So Liana says, yay, I'm liking this more and more. Right. And, and Liana, part, part of the, the, the trouble I'm having communicating with people, and this is for you specifically, Liana, is the technology isn't as people suspect. Excuse me. Okay, hold on. Checking my hair for snot. Okay. That would be embarrassing. The technology isn't as people expect. So, like, a lot of the things that they... they people will, will get taken to a ship and they come back and they try to describe the technology... But what they're describing is science fiction shit, you know, that doesn't mean that what they saw was invalid or unreal. I've been trying to get people to understand the nature of veil technology and the nature of liquid reality for quite some time, and I'm failing. So here's another public apology. I've tried privately and now I'm doing it public too, Liana. I'm sorry. I did not mean for for you to believe at any point that I was discrediting you. Okay. Or the guy that wrote the article. It's just, when you guys experience something like this, your, your minds want to put it in into a framework you already understand, but that's not possible here. It's literally not possible. Our technology encompasses and utilizes vari- variances of harmonic that humans can't even perceive. You know? <clears throat> Like, for example, a lot of our technology takes place in the bands of radiation that humans can't even identify or detect. The only reason they know it's there is because they can detect higher bands and lower bands. So it's, I don't ever mean to be a jerk or, you know, or, or like, you know, oh, I don't believe you, you're, you suck. I'm just trying to get people to understand that the situation is far greater than it is physically possible for your meat brain to understand. And in order to understand it, you have to step out of the meat brain. Not that not that your little meat boy or monkey boy or whatever insult you pick can't handle it. Mine can't handle it either. The meat brain cannot handle hyperphysics. Doesn't matter who you are. So uh Moonbase Alpha game. Elijah says, "Are you are you familiar with the Moonbase Alpha game? That sounds really familiar. Is that an old an old board game like uh, like settle, like Settlers of Catan? Because that sounds really familiar, but I can't quite place it. So, Jason says, not saying so, but I re reapply every notice of coffee. Cool." I'm glad. <laughs> you know, the more I see you guys here, the, the more strength I have to carry on. Keep in mind, when we were talking about earlier about the way reptilians feed, we lions feed in a similar fashion, you know, it, but we don't take. You know, if I inspire bravery in you, right, then you get this burst of energy through the process of uh, quantum entanglement, I simultaneously feed. It doesn't take from you at all. We cannot feed unless we bring light into someone else's life, you know. Um, and you guys are actually kind of familiar with this already. You've heard of the idea, you know, like the whenever, like the idea that like an angel has to do good deeds to get his wings. It's a lot like that, you know. 
if we don't bring light into the lives around us, we do not deserve to survive. It's that simple. It's our way. It's our, it's our nature. It's our biology. Same thing with the reptilians or, you know, as you guys call Dracos, local both. same thing with them, but they have to take. So it's one of the reasons why convincing them that there can be forgiveness here is, was, was so difficult, but it has begun, you know, there have been more and more Lokogoth switching to the light by the day. Hope is coming. Liana says, well, let, well, just let it be then. If it is what we perceive, then it is what we perceive. The rest will come in time. I do not recall when I was up there, and you know how high up the conscious level I am. Exactly, Liana. That's why I, would, that's why I was, was trying to say I'm not arguing with you. I'm, I'm, I'm only picking on the sci-fi little details the dude was talking about. You know... Okay, like for example, why would a peacekeeping life ship need 60,000 warriors when one Lyran will do? You know, the number, it, it, and this is, it's not just him, it, it's a lot of channelers and psychics. Like this is one channeler, she gets really, really, really good information. I like her, I'm not going to say her name, because I like her. You know, I really do like her. She gets good information, but I don't like, she puts this mega sci-fi spin. Like she tries to give like actual ship numbers and death counts for the battles. And that, that's not how it works. That's literally just not how it works. You know? And like she started, she tried to say at one time that there's 160, you know, Lyran cruisers were destroyed. Yeah, but we came right back. You know, one of our main tactics is to let you destroy us over and over and over again. And all we do is just keep coming back. Eventually, you realize how fucked you are, and the fight's over, and we never had to fire a shot. You see? So she's not wrong that there was the discorporation of 163 Lyran vessels, but it was actually like three vessels getting blown up over and over and over again until, until the enemy realized that this was not worth fighting for. We don't like to draw blood. We're good at it. We're good at violence. But we fucking hate it. Every drop of blood I draw, I die a little inside, you know? And by the way, that includes nicely drops of blood. Like the times when you give a, like when you give your partner a hickey so good that a little bit of blood comes through the skin, you know, that kills me a little inside. Blood belongs on the inside, you know? Liana says, that is ego-based saying that, just one Lyran. No, that's not ego saying that at all. When you understand the physics of it, and like I said, that's why, why I said in the comment, we don't need 60,000, just one. It's not ego to say that we can do these things. We are a Kardyachev Omega level species. We harness power from galaxies. The trick is applying enough finesse to not destroy a biosphere. So it, it's not ego at all. It really, really isn't. Especially since when all is said and done, you will realize that all of that took place within one Lyran. It's really, really hard to explain without trying to say we're gods, but we aren't. We flat out are not. Anyway. 
Uh, Katie says, is ego all that bad? Well, there's two different kinds of ego. There's a, there's a true ego and a false ego. The false ego is all that bad. The thing is, is the true ego is, you know, what people don't understand, like when I say that, like one layer in it, people think, oh, so you're so badass, huh? No, you don't understand what we are. You know? We are... We are singularities of infinite consciousness. If we need 60,000 warriors, there's 60,000 warriors, but it's still just one Laren. If we need an army, congratulations, we got an army, but it's still just one of us. Like I said, people don't understand. And it's not because, it's not because, <sighs> it's not because you're not capable. It's because of the limitations of the meat brain. Your consciousness are very capable of understanding all of this and doing us better. Anything we can do, you can do better. This is your house. You know, you have the home field advantage. You know. But, you know, these sci-fi guys, they get into this and it's like, oh, well, it's a it's a dome and it's made out of a special kind of titanium. No, it's not. You read it as titanium because it's unbreakable. It's not titanium. Why would we use titanium? Titanium is like tissue paper. You know, and like my 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 favorite example is the cross section that goes around of the uh, of the New Jerusalem mothership. They have a whole floor dedicated to farming. Why? We don't eat. You know, it's like people keep trying to bend our information and what we're trying to tell you into human boxes that fit on nighttime television. And it's not going to work that way. You have to expand, not retract. Elijah says, check this on neuroscience, on infinite consciousnesses. Okay, well, yes, Elijah's right there ready for it. You know, <clears throat> when someone is sovereign, it's hard to explain. You know how I've talked before about how if you guys had technology that would allow you to project your mental consciousness into the society present inside a hydrogen, hydrogen atom, right? So how many worlds within worlds within worlds do you think your body contains? If my people are correct... You know, we could be lying to you for God knows what reason. But if my people are correct, and it's true that every atom is a galaxy in and of itself, then don't then do you not contain nearly infinite souls all working together for the benefit of the greater whole, which is your body so that they can all stay alive? Like I said, the world is, the, the universe is much, much, much more wondrous than any movies have told you. You just got to be ready for it. Jason says, as in, we are all part of it. Yes, 100%. That's why I keep saying on the highest, on the highest, uh, on the highest frequency, we are literally all the same literal being. Literally, we're all the same dude, you know, or chick. However you want to put it, however you want to see it, we are all part of the same entity. You can see yourselves as cells. I am one cell. You are one cell. We are all one cell within the within the greater infinite. 
you know? Liren's I don't even know how to explain it. But like I said, it's not an ego thing. It's ego. People don't, people often don't realize this, but it's actually a, ma a matter of the false ego to tear yourself down and not recognize your true capabilities and what you really are, you know? So to say that I am a God is ego. To say that I am less than a God is ego. To say that I'm me is just right. You know, <clears throat> Elijah says, our mental collective are together. It's like when you think about something and someone can hear what you said without speaking words, the moon acts as a blocker. Could be, but that, that, that's part, that's part of what we're, what we're talking about when we say we need to repair the grid, you know, using Giza, you know, that the consciousness grid is broken and there are psychics and light workers that are repairing it piece by piece, but we need like a full on, you know, jumpstart. Jason says, we certainly stand on our own, combined forefathers not loving each other as a house. Yeah, pretty much. Katie says, where we go one, we go all. Very, very true. And that's why the, uh, that's why, you know, the, the Messiah, rather for this age, is broken up into, you know, 144,000 pieces. There is no one, the guy. Anyone that tells you he's the guy is a liar, which is why immediately whenever anyone says i'm jesus well, like they're jesus not me immediately whenever somebody claims to be jesus done with you you know you can claim to be part of the part of the uh, christ consciousness absolutely 100 percent. but uh jc is the one and there is no one right now there's 144,000 of us but there's no one Hey, wish. Drag says, not unlike gods, yet we are yet not. Are we yet not? That's that's why I say it's ego to claim to be a god, but it's also ego to claim to be less than a god. Claiming that you are yourself and what your capabilities are, honestly, that's the right. That's that's the sweet spot, you know. Oh, listen. Ultimately, if we were ultimately right, if you let's start with the idea that we are all one, right? Start there, assume for the sake of argument that it's true. Then does that not mean that every one of you was Zeus in a past life? Does that not mean that every one of you was Bastet in a past life? Does that mean, does that not mean that every one of you was me in a past life? All of us were gods and angels, etc., etc., in past lives. But here and now, we are Cassidy. We are Drac. We are Awish. We are Katie. We are Elijah. You see? And who we are right here and now is greater than any being we've ever been in the past or future. That's why I get mad at the, at the light sentinels. They keep saying, you're a segment, you're a segment. No, I'm Cassidy. <laughs> I remember being segment. That's true. But that doesn't mean I'm not who I am today. I also remember being Thor. Does that mean I'm Thor? I also remember being Katie. Does that mean I'm Katie? I also remember being Bill Clinton. Does that mean I'm Bill Clinton? I remember being Trump. Does that mean I'm Trump? All of you can remember being anyone else in the world that's ever been, ever been, ever will be, and ever has been because we are all one. 
so when I say that we are the ultimate warriors and there is no defeating us, I'm not joking. And it's not because of ego. It is because when to deal with one Lyran is to deal with trillions and trillions and trillions of galaxies of individuals. And it's not that we are so stupid powerful. What brought us to this level of consciousness is the humility to understand that we are not us. We are you. We are all. It's that humility that brought my species to where they are, not power. Anyway. Um, Jason says, you do have a well-sounded bugle or trumpet this gen. Uh, do you mean the same kind of trumpet I think you mean? Because <clears throat> if you're tra- talking about the trumpet as in Revelations, then there there's a part to play in all that, and I've already done my part. Which is one of the reasons why I was not getting along with the people, uh, some people some of the people from East Eddie, because they're like, you've already done your part. I'm like, if you know that I've already done my part and you, cl- and you know what my part is, as you claim to, why are you pissing me off? Well, maybe there's a reason. That's why I'm asking. Well, you have an ego. If I had an ego, I would assume, but instead I'm asking. Now, granted, I do have an ego, but not about these things. Elijah says, what does it mean when you have an encounter with multiple alien species? In general, I can't say for sure, because I don't know your, your, your exact situation, but in general, what that means is that you're being protected or rather interacted with by a tribe, not a, not a clan. Um, <clears throat> like, for example, if you guys get taken and it's all Kute, right? Which it's almost never going to be, all mantids, right? But say, just for the sake of argument, if you get taken and it's all mantids, then you've been taken by a clan, okay? That's a clan, all right? If you've been taken by a group that all kind of have the same thing, like in in, in many examples, you've been taken by a group and all they want to do is talk and you're safe, you feel safe. It's what we call a consensual abduction, right? In that case, you're dealing with a tribe. You see, it's it's made up of multiple, you know, multiple clans that are all working towards the same goal. Uh, You could call it a crew if you like, you know, you call it whatever you want, but it's multiple genetic... Um, multiple genetic phenotypes all working together towards the same morality and goal. Hence, it's a tribe. Star tribe. So, so it's actually a very, very, very good thing. If you're getting, if you can remember encounters with multiple species at the same time, that's a very, very, very good thing. It's probably an indicator that you have the genes to touch multiple dimensions. Not every psychic has those. Okay, now, you know, granted, every human can do all of this stuff with training. Ah, ha, ha. But everyone has a talent that they begin with. And for the people who, people who, whose natural talent leans them to the, to the ability to touch multiple dimensions tend to get contacted by tribes of, of ETs. Just a tendency, not a rule. Elijah says, I've been visited by reptilians, greys, Aryans. Well, something you got to keep in mind. What you just described was entire genetic phenotypes. Okay. There are many, like fully 70% of the species active in this galaxy that I know of are Reptavians. 
they're not all the Dracos, you know? So there's even multiple, there's, there's even multiple species of felines in this galaxy. That doesn't mean they're all us. Jason says preventative measure from not gods closer to us, as they say, could be either way. My gut just started to go off and I'm an hour and a half. So it's, it's, it's the perfect time to end the show. Whew. All right. Yeah, folks, it's going to be okay. That's all I can say. Uh, I would draw it out longer, but again, my gut just started hurting really bad. I'm sweating it now and everything. Uh, so keep watching this, guys, and keep hope alive. It really is going to be okay. Hope is coming. We love you, everyone. Be safe out there.